Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome, welcome on a COVID Monday. I don't remember what COVID Monday it is, but we are rocking it with Amplified. And here's the cool thing. You can actually be in COVID and be in scarcity and fear and really have this eating you up. Or you could be creative, do grand openings, shake the world up, create books, um, reconnect with people that are important. There's all kinds of things you can do. And also, you can have truths come to light that allow you to be more powerful. And so just being aware of... This is an opportunity and a gift to actually have a renaissance. All right. How are you doing, Andrea? I'm doing fantastic this morning. Today's fantastic. Be some cool things <laughs> that are going to be happening in my world that uh, uh -huh. will allow me to stand into my power even more. So great things will come of this that we're going to, we have some things in the work for the Keep Smiling movement, new things that we're putting in place for our curriculum to help people who are having issues with mental health due to COVID, relationships, health, wellness, whatever that is. And uh, things are going to be absolutely uh, even more amazing than we've been creating with the Keep Smiling movement. So I'm very inspired uh, by some things that have happened this weekend that will take us to a different level. Well, nice. That's good. So I've been working on something for the last month, and I wasn't going to share it even today, but given you know that we're in a transparency mode right now, I'm just going to say that there's a book that if anyone wants it, it is going to be the biggest book we've ever done to Keep Smiling. I would have to say even the biggest book I've done, period. So it's called Keep Smiling Master Edition. And right now, there are 600 people that we've selected to be in the book. And the idea is that these people can look at their page, put QR codes or links that allow people to actually connect with them directly. I mean, think about a book that allows you to connect with influencers, leaders, authors, speakers, movers and shakers. So this book is uh, being transformed in the top 1,000 people that we've photographed out of 10,000. And we're, we're going to inch along. We're going to do hopefully 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 and just keep getting names of people. But the idea is that you can look at this book and say, oh, my gosh, I haven't talked to them in a while. Or, oh, my gosh, they can be in my Q Smiling book. So this is uh, really a, a something that probably wouldn't have occurred without COVID. We have had so much time to go through photos and find photos and label photos and name photos. So I am uh, really excited about this renaissance. And we have, um, <clears throat> we don't typically do this, but I'm going to do this right now. Dr. Sophia, Sophie, I'm sorry, Dr. Sophie. Sophie Nubani. Mm -hmm. Yes. She sent me her book and the considerate, wonderful, lovely person she is. She said, I want to give you a week to read this. So it is Definitely a book to reckon with. Um, I, think she did it, I think she did it on her cell phone or something like that, and it's 407 pages. She did I, write it on her cell phone. She yeah, did by the way. on her cell phone. Yeah, and, and it's, it's not cheating. This is all, I mean, real text. It's not like pictures of, of stick figures and stuff. So I'm excited to read this. I was actually going to read it this morning uh, from 6 o'clock till roughly 10 and have a great show, but she said, you know what? I want you to have more time to read. So we have this phenomenal guest, Chiz, who was actually at the surprise party, and he's going to be able to share his wisdom and, you know, 
really deep in the friendship that we just started. And yeah, Chase is amazing. Yeah. Yes. And then the thing I'm most excited about is I got a, an invitation to a grand opening in Atlanta and you know, you know, Michael Mann in Atlanta and you're doing this big, big, big key smiling book for him. And he's connected to almost <laughs> everyone you'd ever want to know from, I think it's a, what the fifties up. Oh my gosh, it was crazy. He worked with uh, David Carradine, um, with uh, Penny from Laverne and Shirley, uh, Christopher Luke Walken. Jr., Christopher Walken. Um, in fact, the dedication is to Christopher Walken's mom and dad. Really? That's, yes. That's how close they, they are. Were yeah. Such influencers in his. Well, family. you know, you never know when you're giving a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to someone how much it impacts them. So that's pretty Absolutely. cool. Absolutely, it's fantastic. So, uh, you know, this cameo is going to get her own show later because yeah. I'm going to be quite insistent that she does the keep smiling. Um, either pet edition or dog lovers edition or a cat lovers edition. I, I guess we'll find out in a couple minutes whether she's a cat lover or a dog lover. And it's weird how people are divided like Democrats and Republicans, but uh, <laughs> I guess some people are non-denominational and that they like both pets. But uh, my, my son actually wants a hamster, a fish, a cat, and, and potentially a dog. So he's, he's an equal opportunity uh, pet lover. Well, so, that would definitely, if you got all four of them, would help with our Keep Smiling Pets <clears throat> edition. You know, and I, I, you mentioned something earlier about connection and during COVID. And I just want to remind people that, you know, we had Ken's birthday party last week. It's still, woohoo, August Ken Rashawn month for his birthday. And in having that surprise birthday party and show for him, uh, Ken was able to uh, open up relationships with people he hasn't been able to talk to in a long time because he'd been so busy and they'd been so busy and it allowed them to reconnect and deepen their relationships and including our guest that's coming on today first for a cameo uh, Angelina Cortez um, her and Ken had met through Bernie Dorman who unfortunately passed uh, two Saturdays ago uh, well two Saturdays but he, ago but he did not pass because we met funeral. yeah he did not pass because of that yeah. he had a seven hour funeral and that's with only the people who chose to speak like I was on and I, I I'm like okay I'll choose not to speak because uh, each person had 90 seconds over seven hours of funeral I mean that shows like the love that people have and people started reconnecting because of uh, Bernie's passing and so he actually created more life in this world um, in in through his funeral and through his uh, love of people that reflected and shined as well, well so let me tell you a, a tiny bit about Angelina unless you, you want can. to share something I else. no I want to share something else actually yes I do I want to share that Angelina went to a CO space forum and I met her and she is so powerful and she is such a big believer in dreams to chase them and to conquer and to create them. And we stayed in touch and I think it's been, I'm going to say four or five years of staying in touch and now she's launching and I just want to give her some accolades before she even gets on the, uh, on the show live. That that's the distinction of someone that actually makes it and doesn't make it. It's that they don't stop until they actually make it. It's just unstoppability. Yeah. And it's fun, too, because um, I didn't realize that she was also an actress, and Chiz is an actor, so uh, we have a little bit of a, a fun uh, theater stuff that we can chat about uh, briefly, uh, but then definitely talk about it in full length with her at a later time. So this beautiful woman, Angelina Cortez, she's a model, an actress, a spokesperson, a mother, a service-disabled Army veteran, and an entrepreneur who has invented this beautiful company called Pets2Go, that's Pets the number two, go dot pet. And it all started because of a love of a kitty. And uh, being a cat person myself, I'm excited oh. to hear more about what inspired her. But she has this beautiful um, 
a brand, Pets to Go, that's really about um, creating uh, wonderful products for animals and really changing um, her passion and love for animals in such a way that um, she has a gift for all of them and allows them to show up differently. And she has a really wonderful influencer event this weekend that she's going to be sharing with you. I'm going to let her share it because she knows the intimate details. And I'm so excited because Ken gets to go and cover it. So we'll have great pictures of everyone there. And so next time you're on, we'll be able to fully cover it. Angelina Cortez, uh, welcome to the show. And I just remembered I need to click uh, open up the video. So if you'll take yourself off mute, we will get you on. Yay! <laughs> wow. So your name is Truth in Season. And Alex. Yes. <laughs> I want Hello, to change everyone. mine. <laughs> How are you? So Angelina, this has been a long time coming, this, uh, this big event. It has. Um, to be honest, long before I even met you, Ken, and that's been, what, five years now? Oh, my God. Where does the time go? Um, May 16, 2003, I got the idea for a cat box. And that cat box needed to go to hotels and to resorts and to wherever I was traveling with my cat because at that point I was into sports broadcasting um, right before I got into acting, before I was I kind of sucked into that whole lifestyle. And, um, and now here we are, only 17 years later. <laughs> 17 years, wow, okay, so that is crazy. But it, it's about actually the passion of believing you can make a difference with a, an idea, right? Absolutely, you know, I think it, it's not, it wasn't just the business side of it that, that, that intrigued me. I think it was more about the fact that I love animals and I abhor the, even the idea of euthanizing cats and dogs or any animal for that matter when there are people out there stealing animals from pet stores. So I always thought that there was an entire um, business model that could be created to help the pets and also help the people who love the pets. So cat lover over dog lover? but lover of both. I love both, but I'll tell you that I have a big problem with putting treats in one end and then I have to manage them coming out on the other end. So if you put it in the box, I'm so good with you. I'm good. Cats for sure. And what was the name of your cat that inspired all this? Um, actually, it was a little cat, um, probably when I think back, uh, probably under two months old and her name was Twinkle. Twinkle. So we might have to put Twinkle in... Um, the I guess the dedication for the key smiling for pet lovers and posthumously uh, love to twinkle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a little tiny blind cat that my great grandmother Beryl King in Corona Queens. Um, shout out to Corona and the coronavirus. I Corona the first time, I can do it the second time. Um, yeah, she gave me this little kitten, and she says, "Well, you're going to take care of it," and, and that's kind of what I did. And I just love that little cat so much, and it just sparked a whole. It just became a lifestyle for me. So uh, this is in Atlanta, and for yes. anyone that is, um, I guess, a decision maker in the in the pet influencer world, you would like to invite them to this event. Absolutely, um, pets2go.pet is the website, and the entire event is going to be August fifteenth. That's right. That is this Saturday from one o'clock to three p.m. I have been so blessed to be able to have uh, Isaiah Washington to be able to come in and to MC the event, to host the event for us. And then we're going to have an Atlanta favorite, um, Quinn and Jukebox. They're going to be doing live music right here. We're going to have catered food. We're going to do uh, full tours of the 31,000 square foot uh, manufacturing facility that we wow. have. 
and we're going to be able to show some of our new i.e. some of our new face masks um, we do um, sanitizing of office space and we have just a plethora of different services that we provide to the hospitality and travel industry and these face masks they look like like a dog snout and they look like a little kittens with the whiskers right you know what? You're giving away my trade secrets, and I told you to that under us with the Helen. Yeah, we, we actually, and what's interesting, because we have masks for humans and for children, and we have um, in, in development, and we're on the back end of that, um, masks that have, um, where you can actually see the mouth of your pet and gives them more room for breathing. That's important. That's cool. So this is a 17-year journey, and this is really one of the bigger uh, I guess, examples of persistence and unstoppability coming to reality, right? You know, my faith in Jesus Christ has brought me this far. I know many people want to give, um, you know, accolades to uh, this thing or that thing or themselves, but I can say that it truly was um, me coming into understanding what the Word of God was saying and about what our job is down here. And that resonated so deeply with me that as I came here to Atlanta from New Orleans at that time, I, I just said, Lord, whatever you want to do with me, you've got to do something. Um, and if it's anything, can it be something with pets? And much to my surprise, that was totally his plan. So um, it, it's been some ups and downs. I've been homeless. Um, I've lived on people's floors. Um, their second bedrooms. I've lived in my car. I still have my food stamp card in my wallet. Um, and that's just from a couple of years ago. So I never want anyone to believe that it was rags to riches. Absolutely not. Um, whatever resources are out there for you, if you believe that you can make it, you utilize those resources. Don't worry about stigmas or what people think or what they, you know, that's not important. If you have a vision and you know it's going to bless uh, humanity, animals, whatever lane God has put you in, take it, run with it, and do it. So again, what's that website to website. register for the event? Yes. Um, actually, the email address is info at pets2go.pet. That's I-N-F-O at P-E-T-S, the number two, G-O dot P-E-T. And, and there's then, a graphic. Um, what is, what is the, in, um, the uh, investment to come to the event this weekend so that people know how they can participate? Well, you know, we just want to be able to introduce ourselves to the community. So, so we have, it is open to the public. And let me tell you something. There are going to be free giveaways. Uh, our gift bags are valued at over $120. <clears throat> that is it. That is it. <laughs> I mean, that got me a little bit too. <laughs> well, well, you're going to lose a gift and you're going to take them to Andrea. So you're going to be good. Um, so we have gift bags. We have chef catered food by celebrity chef Phil, who is also a service disabled veteran because I love working with vets. And also, I don't know if you knew this, but Isaiah Washington, who's been on Grey's Anatomy and all these other shows, very well tenured in the acting community. He is also an Air Force veteran. How about that? You have one of your veteran books in front of you, Ken? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it handy, but uh, we will make sure a link of it is. Yeah, available. definitely want people to know that we celebrate uh, veterans um, as much as possible. So, well, we have three key smelling veteran books. So, are yeah. you having a lot of veterans at the event? That that's that's my intent because I will say that my mother, who is also co-owner in Pets to Go with me, she's a twenty-year Army veteran. My dad was in Vietnam. He has two Purple Hearts. My son is also. Really? Yeah, and my son is a pilot over in Korea. 
So we've and, all done and how many of them will be there? Um, my mom and dad will certainly be here. We intend to honor them uh, for all that they've done. You know, it doesn't sound like you have enough time to, to really yeah. throw down. I mean, one yeah, to three. For two hours. Yeah, yeah we got we got to make it one to four. Come on. Oh, okay, make it one to four. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Go so Ken. Is, uh, Jennifer Hammond, who's local to Ken, who's done a lot with uh, veterans. So uh, we have a lot in store for when you're on. There sounds like there's so much depth of what we can share and give to everyone. So I'll reach out and tag to everyone that we know in Atlanta yeah. and uh, invite them to come for you. And I'm so glad that you were here and we had a chance to meet you. And um, uh, yeah, we'll definitely have a lot. And of we'll fun. actually we'll connect you to Jennifer Hammond with SiriusXM. We'll see if uh, that can be picked up. Okay. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. I want, I want to see Atlanta rally and anybody that loves pets and knows the importance of pets, especially during COVID. I mean, this is an isolation period where you feel love and you feel connected and they're unconditional. I mean, pets are unconditional. They love you, yeah. love you, love you. And they perfectly I, go along with the keep smiling movement for mental health. Uh, so absolutely. I'm very excited yes. about that. All right. Well, Angelina, I'll see you Saturday. I guess you're yeah. picking me up at the airport. I get, I get in around nine o'clock and we're going to, we're going to, I guess, tour the city and let them know we're going to do the blues brothers we're going to have the speaker outside the car you better already be prepared because it sounds like ken has taken over your day <laughs> hey look, look at this welcome he's welcome that's right in fact i was at an event with you right ken when you invited yes. me out that's right. to the construction deal and i saw how he did down i saw the, the big banners and the photo booth i said one day i'm gonna have ken at my event and God has honored my prayers, and you are coming, so it's going to be awesome. And and, and remember when I booked it, Angelina? Remember when I booked it? I said last seat. That was the last seat. I got the last wow. seat. I know it's yeah. crazy. And when he told me this morning, I said, "Oh, I'm so glad because I was going to offer to fly to Atlanta this weekend myself because Michael Mann, we need a picture of him, and I didn't know if Ken could get away. And he says, "I'm already going," and I'm like, "Yay! I'm so yeah. excited." Angelina, yep, so. everything lines up when you are actually about purpose and having a life you love, right? Yes. Awesome. Right. Thank, thank you, you so Angelina. much. Yes, we'll see you Saturday. You okay, Bye-bye. see you then. Take care. So our next guest uh, was a cameo the other day, such an amazing man who uh, popped on for us to wish Ken a happy birthday. Uh, Christopher Chisholm is a classically trained, award-winning actor, director, producer, and writer who has spent his career in all facets of entertainment. He's appeared on the New York stage and Hollywood sound stages, as well as repertory and regional theaters across the county and across the country and around the globe. He's performed in over 200 stages productions, feature films, television shows, all within this rich career, from Shakespeare to Shepard and Albie to Williams. Chiz has starred in classics, comedies, dramas, and dozens of musicals over the years. But that's only one of his bios. This man has also done so much in business that it just blows you away. He is a creative force, a CEO of companies and founded multiple companies from traditional media, new media, digital platforms, convergence expertise, working with Fortune 500 companies, uh, launching uh, cable television shows. He was a co-founder of Entertainment Tonight and so much more. I I literally could talk for two whole shows about his accolades. So let's get him on. I have been having so much fun getting to know him. We end up keep talking on the phone together and I have just fallen in love with Chiz. Chiz, welcome to the show. You're used to applause. Here's some more. (laughs) 
Chiz, you are the biz. Good morning. Good morning. Let me just clarify. It wasn't entertainment tonight. It was e-entertainment television. Oh, my gosh. I did know better than that. That's okay. That's okay. We talked about it before. But um, we launched in 1988 in a little studio on Santa Monica Boulevard. Sounds like a Ted Knight story on Mary Tyler Moore. It all started in a 5,000-watt station in Fresno, California. (laughs) But actually, it was down in... uh, uh, in the, the seedy heart of Hollywood on Santa Monica Boulevard, and it became one of the largest uh, and fastest-growing cable networks in the history of cable TV. It originally started as movie time, and then um, we had uh, a real great group of people who founded it, and then uh, Time Warner came in, and HBO bought it out, and then there was a whole number of different takeovers and acquisitions and mergers, and now it's got a $3 billion cap on it. But I don't own it, so... But I keep smiling. Good morning. Glad you do. Good morning, Andrea. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for uh, being the man that you are, saving the day, coming through like a superhero. You know, you had the Alfred Hitchcock uh, complete piece last week, and I, there's a green thing behind you. What is this green thing behind you? That's where we keep the money. That's why it's green. So it's, oh. just, it's growing. It's just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for something because uh, sometimes yes. when we – say that someone's with e-entertainment or we mispronounce it or something like that. They, they literally do a mic drop and they, and they just leave and we don't have a guest and it's been horrible. Uh, we've made this mistake probably at least a dozen times and we've lost some really, really big guests. <laughs> well, I think it was their mistake. <laughs> Here, let me get some money, give you some more money for saying oh that. My gosh. <laughs> this is anyway, I'm delighted to be with you today. It's really great. I was uh, just listening to your previous guest. There's a superhero right there. That's yes. amazing. She's adorable too. She's amazing. And um, if you need, I'll show up wherever she is. Absolutely. Well, come to Atlanta. We'd love to. And, and by the way, anybody you know in Atlanta, uh, we want to create a key smiling book for Atlanta. But there are people that have really wonderful, lovely friends that are leaders, influencers, movers, and shakers. While I'm Absolutely. down there, if they come to this event, they get photographed, they get utilized in other books. And Yeah, that's super. And Chiz, I got to say something to you. I was actually saying, listen, send me his bio. And when I got the bio and it was uh, five pages long, I said, send me the short. And she goes, that is the short. That is the short. Yeah. <laughs> the short. And I'm so now you want me to write a book. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are overdue. I mean, that's the one thing missing on your resume. And um, what, wow, this is really amazing. And by the way, ask me any question. I already memorized it. The whole thing. Yeah, good, man. Good, man. <laughs> what's, what's your favorite musical? I uh, actually am a playwright and a, a screenwriter. So uh, I've written movies, television and, and uh, plays, but I have not written a novel a novella or a biography, but uh, it's all in there somewhere, Professor. Well, we will uh, certainly make this available. Of course, the website probably says it as well. I want to ask you some questions. Why does one, IEU, create a life like this? What was the what was the catalyst to cause all this to happen? Well, it started when I was very young. I think it was my first laugh. And uh, I was very influenced by uh, comedians when I was a kid as well. Red Skelton, Jackie Gleason, Bob Hope. George Burns, uh, these were people that deeply influenced me. And of the television generation, I also saw our generation. When I was a kid, it was Steve McQueen and Marlon Brando and Paul Newman and Robert Redford. And when you're talking about some of the greatest movies of the modern method age of acting, you know, after the the great films of the 30s and 40s and 50s that we all love, there was a, a ultra and uber realism in film with Scorsese and Coppola and Polanski and all of these different directors uh, who 
brought film in your face, you know, movies like Papillon and The Godfather and French Connection and, you know, superb performances that took, yeah, just to, to a whole new level. So I have almost um, all of them in my DVD. Uh, yeah, me too. And I got it. And even, you know, we're aging ourselves even saying DVDs. Nowadays, it's <laughs> like saying I'm, I'm still on an 8-track eight track, eight track, uh, tape player, right? In the car. I remember where songs would change on an 8-track and I, I had... I had Led Zeppelin, and it would go, and she's buying a stairway. Is, are you kidding me? In the middle of Stairway to Heaven? So uh, two things, two big things. Um, one was comedy, and I remember getting my first laugh. I was doing a, a magic act that was a comedy magic act that was silly at, at a you know a Friday afternoon coffee house in high school you know it was a variety show how and silly was it can you can you give me an idea of how silly it was yeah so it went on and on and then people were howling i was like now that's for me and the other thing is one of the America's first Got Talent, baby. Zero version. <laughs> zero. That was ground zero. That was below ground. I don't know why they didn't bury me, literally, six feet under. Uh, but then the biggest influencer for me to be a serious actor, and I've done a lot of comedy and a lot of drama, everything from Shakespeare to, to modern drama and comedies, musicals, film, TV. I just love the business. So I read The Godfather when I was 12 years old. And I, it was really the first adult novel I had read that was not a kid's book or, you know, Tom Sawyer or Hardy Boys or whatever. But I read The Godfather and I, it just fascinated me. I became obsessed with the whole culture of it. And then when I saw the film, it was the first time I had ever seen a novel that was adapted for film. And it was mm. so true to the novel when I saw it. And I begged my mother to take me to it opening day. And we, I walked out of the theater. And I said, Mom, that's what I want to do. I want to be Italian. She said, what? I said, no, I'm kidding. That was a joke. I'm a comedian. No. Very nice. I very said, nice. She said, you can't be Italian. You're Irish, Christopher. <laughs> I said, no, I want to be an Italian. No. I said, it was, you know, Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, Robert Duvall, you know, James Kahn, Diane Keaton. That was it for me. I mean, those are I, Italians. Those are, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. There's only two Italians in the whole bunch, right? Uh, but anyway, that was, uh, it changed my life. It made me want to pursue a, a life on stage and on screen. And I did. And I also supported myself for years doing everything else in the business because I figured if you can't be in front of the camera, learn what to do behind it. Isn't it interesting, uh, the career lineage from the godfather i mean you look at james Kahn. i mean these people weren't small when they went into this movie but they got massive afterwards and i I love james Kahn's career i just from the grandfather (laughs) well you remember brian's song the tv movie about brian piccolo oh my god yeah nobody had a dry eye watching that beautiful film i mean every everybody should see that that's a tour de force and it was a tv movie not a feature film and it was brilliantly done it sure was. Well, right. I want to ask you a question to, I guess, move a little aligned to Amplified. So Amplified right is, is uh, leaders that create a life they love by leading with their heart and causing community and really inspiring people to live up to really their highest level or their biggest power. And you've done some amazing things, which is certainly um, impressive and 
the disconnect would be, why would you be on a show like this? It's about business and it's about inspiration. It's about creating really legacy and community. So tell us, tell us what you've done in business and how you actually utilize this. Because I've noticed that if you want to be a speaker, you are way better off if you have a background in comedy or entertainment or, you know, acting, because you're going to come to the stage and you're going to cause people to be engaged in it. And it's a charismatic, uh, you know, magnet. And if you are, have the best material in the world, but you don't have those, those foundations of acting and entertaining, it doesn't matter how good you are. You, you're disconnected to the audience. Yeah. But Ken, you're a funny guy. <laughs> you're a funny guy. And I don't, I, I don't just mean funny looking. That's right. You think I'm here to entertain you? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Let me tell you, I, the reason, do you know the difference between a raconteur and a polymath? No, tell me. Well, a raconteur is a teller of great tales and someone who can twist a great yarn and entertain. Uh, Orson Welles, I would say, was a great raconteur. A polymath is someone who is like a jack of all trades. And master of many, like uh, Benjamin Franklin, um, the, the, his accomplishments were wide. So th- those are two examples. I think I have a little bit of each in me. Not that I would compare myself to either of those giants, although I'm built like both of them. But um, <clears throat> the thing is, um, I think my only claim to fame is I've never waited on a table. And I told you that on your birthday. Yes. Right. Because that was a big deal. To and, and it was a big deal to me because I was like, I guess for my birthday, I can't go and find you at a restaurant. Right. At a, you know, it would be <laughs> a cup of chowder at the Oyster Bar in Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was compelled to do everything I could to be have a career only in entertainment. Uh, today, they call it side hustle. We call it a part-time job. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, another part-time job in support of an acting career. So... I've been very blessed that I've been able to kind of wend my way and uh, at times weasel my way cleverly into uh, situations where I could write or produce or direct or uh, be an, a creative executive. So that's why I've had two distinct careers. One is a, as a, an entertainer, as an actor and performer. And the other is kind of a producer, writer, director in many different areas of the business. And that's led me to learn more about how multifaceted the business is, how collaborative it is. But there's also a spiritual component to this as well. And well, we're gonna we're gonna go to no, we're gonna go to break because that that is the hook. Good. I was looking yeah, for is. the hook. It really is spiritual. Yes, exactly. So we're gonna yeah. be back in a minute. You want to give an announcement to our lovely, lovely sponsors? Yes, I will. Uh, we want to thank so much our sponsors: the Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, Big Events USA, Pets to Go dot Pet, and Voice America Influencer Channel. And we'll be back after these few messages. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. 
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at UmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Well, first of all, um, what a first segment, man, with uh, Angelina having this great grand opening and what she had to go through 17 years to create her dream and then have Chiz on the line sharing with a hook the next thing you're going to hear. But I want to say thank you, Chiz, for keeping your word. We asked you not to dance during the music and you have been a man of your word. So thank you for that. Well, there's a dance party in my pants, but we don't want to talk about don't put <laughs> pants in your pants. Um, <clears throat> like I'd wear pants on this show. I know. Um, why? Yeah, why? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that would just be silly. Um, you know, I grew up uh, in a, a Catholic household and I was married in the Catholic Church. And I had a deep uh, faith in religion. In, in, in my, I had a deep faith when I was a kid, so much so that my mother would say, Are you a Jesus freak? And I was like, I get it, because I grew up with, you know, in the 60s, it was, you know, there was a Jesus movement, as well as the Vietnam protests and riots, and the, the revolution of the 60s also included, there was an aspect of the Jesus movement in that too, which I hooked into, because I became enthralled and fell in love with Godspell and Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. And they're both based on the Gospels, and I loved musicals, and I loved the theater, and it, I grew up being groomed and taught and learning not only about musical theater and singing. I could sing both all of those albums all the way through. And I would listen to them for years. I listened to them over and over. And when you're in the gospels, even a musical like that, it does something to you. And I was born and raised in the church, but I also was hungry to learn more. So throughout my life, it's been a search for knowledge and wisdom and and um, there's nothing like solid theology and learning about history. And for me, that took place for me in Los Angeles, where I tried to kind of reenter the Catholic Church after we were married in the church, but were not going or attending the church. Um, but we found a, a church that was a good Bible teaching church. And it was a place that we found very inspirational and edified us greatly. And we were, there was a lot of show business people involved in the congregation, in the in the uh, in the body of that particular church, it was a a big church in Van Nuys, California, called the Church on the Way, with Pastor Jack Hayford, and he had written many many worship songs and uh, many many books, and was a brilliant theologian. And that changed my life in a great way because I was now diving into what I had wanted to dive into, seeking knowledge and wisdom about what it really is all about. And what it is, I think, is about love and the Great Commission and the Great Commandment. And, you know, we are to love the Lord your God with all of your heart and mind and soul and strength and love each other as you love yourselves. What that supposes, though, is that you actually do love yourself. And that's the real challenge because it's hard to love anybody else if you can't love yourself. So, PMA has been my driving force. For you, that's keep smiling. For me, it was positive mental attitude. Keep going. 
and run the good race, finish well, fight the good fight, keep going. You know, what propels us to keep going if we don't have any knowledge uh, or, and wisdom of faith? Faith takes some measure of wisdom innately, and I think that's what propelled me into um, starting to look more closely at producing more content that was inspirational and uplifting. And that was the last chapter of my life uh, in Los Angeles. So you, uh, think that, that, you think that faith uh, has a, a base of knowledge? Because to me, it, it is almost the blissful fool that believes all is possible, the wonder of it all. <laughs> well, nothing like a little bliss. Well, actually, um, uh, there are people that said, if I knew this was this hard, uh, I had faith, but if I knew it was this hard, I never would have done it. And, you know, <clears throat> you read, and, I, and I, I've read things that would have made me believe that we would have accomplished so much more with the Keep Smiling movement some, I don't know, 20,000 hours ago, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I don't regret an hour I spent, and I know Angelina doesn't either. I mean, 17 years, that is... Yeah. That is commitment. And, and that's actually not commitment. That's just what we said earlier. Unstoppability it just doesn't stop until it happens, which is the only well, reason success happens is that you say, I just keep going until it happens. Well, first of all, keep smiling comes from somewhere and mm -hmm. keep smiling comes from a very dark, hard, difficult, brutal place. And it has changed many lives, your own included. And as tough as things get, you know, from last night to 10 years ago, we've all gone through some measure of hell here on earth. And it's not a blind faith. And I don't think that ignorance is bliss. And I don't think that, I think the more informed you are when you see the veracity, the history, the validity, and the viability of what is true history then it only bolsters your faith through knowledge and intelligence, which helps lead to wisdom. But nothing, nothing leads to wisdom like life experience. And many times that is not success. Many times that's failure. And has getting COVID, up off the campus. Has COVID shifted your, um, I guess, philosophy and or direction of what you're doing to create and to create a legacy? And, and, you know, and, where, and where's your book during COVID? We have to have your <laughs> book during COVID. You wouldn't believe since March 8th, I've been pretty much quarantined since March 8th. I, I think I'm getting six to eight weeks to the gallon of gas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, eight weeks per gallon. That's pretty good. Um, I've been so productive. It's been so busy. And just, you know, a lot of it is preparing for reopening, whenever that is, and whatever phases so that comes in. But we really have to be prepared to hit the road running when we can hit the road, literally get back to work and get back to uh, film production, TV production, theater production, because everyone is in the same boat. And it's tough. It's really tough. They're not even going to open a Broadway show till next January. And that's if we're very, very good and very blessed and fortunate and lucky uh, to get um, the Great White Way open again and to get it theaters, regional repertory theaters, movie theaters. Opera, ballet, anything around the country uh, open again. So we're praying for that. But during this time, it's kind of exciting. I've, I'm surprised how good I'm doing as far as how I feel. And I mean, I feel healthy. I feel productive. And this Zoom thing, I've done over 150 Zoom meetings now in these months. And that means workshops, seminars, teaching classes. I taught a voiceover masterclass voiceover for uh, my agent. had requested that I do a voiceover masterclass. Um, 
directing, reading. Surprise, surprise birthday parties. Surprise birthday parties. Great joy. <laughs> Kept me smiling. That was a lot of fun. I'm glad I was there. So um, I don't know. I'm very hopeful. I mean, you know, it, it's a very strange time and we have to, again, we've got to press on. We have to fight the good fight and keep going. Yeah, and, and those that do are ready to rock and roll when it's time to unleash the, the champions. And, yeah. and those that despaired, honestly, they shifted themselves out of being in the game. Well, what did I read? When you come out of, when we do finally come out of COVID, you'll either be a hunk, a chunk, or a drunk. You know? <laughs> so you've got to choose. So, you know, I've actually been cooking and eating. Yeah. <laughs> a hunk, a chunk, or a drunk. But uh, I've been eating really well, taking care of myself, swimming in the pool every day, getting in the jacuzzi, getting on the treadmills, trying to stay, you know, physically active. It's hard when you lock down. So, and uh, a lot of prayer and missing a lot of people, a lot of beloved friends and family. So let's talk about this uh, book that you're going to be doing that comes out of COVID. Because keep smiling, love happens. I, I, I get that that could be it. But is that uh-huh. it? Is that the one? No, I, I don't think it is. I think... Uh, I don't know. I was thinking about this before the show today and I was thinking, you know, there's a couple of titles that compel me, but it's all about what the book is saying. And I think it's about truth in faith or wisdom in faith, how to find the wisdom in your faith and the faith in your wisdom, because I don't think you can separate them. And it's a very simple thing. It's just hard to do. It's the Nike school of, of motivation. Just do it. You know, you have to stay in it to win it. And that means life. And that means relationship. And that means love. And that means faith. And that means focus. So I think it's about um, faith in wisdom or the wisdom. It's the wisdom of faith. It's not blind faith. It's wise faith. Well, can I make you a little uncomfortable? Yeah, go ahead. So I, I am a big proponent of, time and space, like how it interacts and how it causes things. For instance, had I not gone to CO Space Forum, I did pr- roughly 13 of them, spent a decent chunk of change to be a member. And okay. at, one of those, at one of those times, <clears throat> I met Angelina. She came to exactly one. And uh, another time, Barry Shore, who gave me a key smiling card, came to only one. And I have to clearly state, without those two things happening, this call would not be happening. The key smiling would not be There's so many ripple effects of what would not happen. So... <clears throat> My on-the-spot question is, would you consider coming to this event on Saturday in Atlanta? On Saturday? Yeah, I'm just wondering. And then secondly, the second one, which is less uncomfortable, <laughs> is uh, Atlanta has a lot of creatives in it, as you know. It is, um, it is quite the renaissance of Hollywood, in, in a way, on the East Coast. And so Angelina has just a really special um, dream coming true. And if you invite anybody that would like to be in your key smiling book, I would be happy to take their picture. They could stop by the food's going to be great and everything. Um, and they don't even, you know what? They just have to say pets are pretty cool. Okay. They don't have to <laughs> own a pet or have a pet. <laughs> but my point is, I just think that this is interesting that Dr. Sophie was, uh, willing to give up this spot for us to have a conversation. And what is this supposed to conversation supposed to be? It's not just a conversation about favorite movies and um, what the COVID experience is. It's like what actions could be taken. I know that who you are and what you've done in your life, I'm excited about telling your story and inspiring others because what you've accomplished, most people may not really realize that it took one step to cause another to cause another. And it's this ripple effect. It just blows me away. 
And here, had my birthday not been last week, for instance, there may not have been obviously <laughs> a birthday surprise. And I wouldn't have met you to have some background or relatedness to really appreciate your creative juices. But you're, you are a renaissance person. You are, you're so well-rounded. You have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I, I, have no, I say that more, I, I say sometimes it's a bit, it's a bit much what hat to wear. Saturday, well, I, I will be at the Pelican Playhouse uh, online. Okay. I am, I am uh, a member of the Pelican Players. It's in uh, Miami Springs, Florida. The Pelican Playhouse is, the, uh, is the, the product of 20 years of outreach into a community by friends of mine from college, Ralph and Nancy, who run the Pelican Playhouse, and I'm one of their players and one mm -hmm. of their biggest supporters and, and, and best friends, and I uh, am otherwise engaged. However, it sounds like fun. So can't they, can't they move this playhouse thing to like the evening just so that you could be there from one to three? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I'm, sure. Why not? Let's see. Uh, Ralph, I got him on the line. No. Um, thank Do you know you Michael Mann? Do you know Michael Mann? You the, mean the producer of... Uh, uh, he's he, an agent, actually. He's an he's agent. agent now. He was a child actor. He was in the uh, original production of Damn Yankees. He oh, yeah? uh, manages Lou Gossett Jr. and so forth in Atlanta. But he was with all the he was with all the biggins in New York back mm -hmm. uh, in the fifties. I want to say I was thinking of Michael Mann, the the feature well, director. Yes, and and yeah. we he gets asked that all the time. Obviously, yes. Well, that's all right. They share a good name. Yes, yeah. they do. Yes, they yeah. do. So um, I would like, uh, you know, I've got a, a couple of friends watching today and uh, they don't know much about you and I'm not here to interview you, but the objective of your show of Amplified in a nutshell, just to refresh everyone, every viewer's uh, memory is exactly what? Well, I'm glad I memorized it. It's, yeah, amplify, it's amplifying the life of leaders who lead with love. That is it in a, in a nutshell. Oh. Well, and, that's, and, that's, and if you yeah. think about you lead with love, you lead with actually unconditional and you want your followers to actually supersede you or to be as powerful as they can be so that you are actually duplicating your efforts in yourself to make the world better. So that, that is it in the extension of the nutshell, but it, it is leading with love and, and causing oh. leadership. Well, that is uh, where that last chapter on my creative executive resume or bio biography uh, took me uh, in <clears throat> the mid to late 2000s, from about 2003 or four to uh, 2013-ish. I um, First, I got a job through friends of mine in the business that were part of a, a men's prayer group that met every Thursday morning in... Uh, in um, West on the west side of Los Angeles, right near 20th Century Fox, a little place called Johnny O'Groats. Great pumpkin pancakes, wonderful coffee. Anyway, it was all men of faith who were in men of Christian faith who were in show business: writers, directors, editors, actors, um, producers. And we met every Thursday morning for many, many years. I was part of that group for probably 12 or 15 years, and it had preceded me and. We're all reconvening on Zoom coming up. So the thing is, I got a job producing a show for Lee Strobel, who wrote The Case for Christ. Lee Strobel was uh, a famous author, and he's a pastor and a Christian apologist who wrote The Case for Christ, The Case for Easter, The Case for Christmas. But it became a very, very widely popular um, book 
Um, he was the former legal editor of the Chicago Tribune and kind of a tough drinking, rough kind of guy, newspaper guy, like Lou Grant kind of guy. And the bottom line was that um, he came home and his wife said, uh, Lee, I've got the most wonderful news. I've become a Christian. He said, what? She said, I've become a Christian. I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. He said, before I divorce you, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to interview everyone about this Christ. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to come back and I'm going to build a case against Christ to show you how crazy you are. And he went out and talked to the, do you know the story? Have you heard of Lee Strobel? Mm -hmm. Wonderful story. Great guy. Wonderful man. Good friend. And um, anyway, he came back with more evidence that proved the case for Christ and became a Christian himself. So I produced two seasons of a show called Faith Under Fire with Lee. I was a senior producer on the show. We wrote many segments together and we had a wonderful team and that was a great, great project, which led me to then launching a company that um, was called Good News Holdings. And I was the CEO of Good News Holdings and we produced, um, we were a vertically integrated company doing mobile content, TV, film, live events, etc. And it was all to be inspirational, uplifting, family-friendly programming for the new millennium. And that was... Well, it was Faith Under Fire? Who was it? Oh, Faith Under Fire preceded Good News Holdings. Okay. So we have something called Rapid Fire, and you oh, yeah. are going, you're going to be cheating the audience and yourself <laughs> of fast questions to you and fast response back. These are all the questions we'd love to ask, but would never have time to ask unless we do it. Okay. All right? Rorschach. So okay. here we go. Um, so first of all, thank you for taking the time to be with us. And I'm delighted to be with you. You certainly are incredible, and I look forward to a wonderful friendship out of this. I do want to say to the listeners, uh, you're going to get connections to what he is doing because it's too much to cover in one show. And then the other thing is on Facebook, you can do something that is whenever you're traveling or you know someone's traveling, you can put friends of in that city, and all the friends will come up. And is the quickest way. So when I know I'm going to Atlanta, I go friends in Atlanta, and I had – about 50 people. And wow. I looked through, it, I was like, wow, they used to live in DC or they used to live here. And so you find out where they live now and I was able to invite them. So that's a, a little trick. And any of you that do that would uh, be doing something great for not only Angelina, but for them. So here we go. First question. I will start off Chiz with what are you most proud of? My children, your children. Mm-hmm. Cause you said something, uh, uh, about uh, what what this show is about and leading a life you love. And my favorite thing is saying father, but my second favorite thing is saying a lover of life. So yeah. I don't, I've never shared that. So I'm sharing that today. So uh, Andrea. If you had a superhuman power, what would it be? A larger capacity for forgiveness and love. Yeah. Uh, what is the movie that you watched during COVID that you have to recommend because it inspired you? I can't I, I, I can't let this go. It wasn't a movie, but it was Peaky Blinders. And I, I people have been telling me for years, I'm an Irishman, you know, I'm a, a Irish American boy. I've got cousins and friends from Boston and New England, all these Irish friends of mine. You gotta watch Peaky Blinders. I don't know if you know the show. And we we will put the link and we will watch it. And by the way, oh, you, you know, Irish incredibly and- well done. But Irish in Italy, their flags are almost so close. There's just a little <laughs> shade different. So technically, I mean, and you got eyes in front there. So, I mean, you're almost there. Absolutely. And you got the same thing. You got the Catholic Irish mothers and the guilt, the food. The, the Jews, the Italians, and the Irish, they're all from, split from the same, you know, they're all from the same same uh, puppy litter, I think, you know, which is separated <laughs> at birth. 
Right, yes, really, I, I've always had Jewish and Italian friends that was like, are you sure you're not Irish? That's <laughs> cool. Say, you're sure you're not Jewish or Italiano? Well, I'll send you a link to a movie, uh, a trailer that I intend to watch this week, but it is a, it's about a, it's a Scottish guy who comes to America and he finds out he's got like six months to live, but it's, it's a, it looks like it's a really good movie. I'm going to check it out and I'll send it to you. Andrea? Um, what's the one thing on your bucket list that you would like us to help you fulfill? Uh, sushi in Tokyo. That's a biggie because Tokyo is the number one city. It's the biggest city in the world. I mean, why would you want to have it in a little small suburb somewhere else? Uh, that sounds a him, I wouldn't even like sushi. He's you know, sushi in Tokyo. Tokyo that, I, I've had it there. And, and by the have way, you? yes, I've never been to the far it's east. It's crazy. A lot of places, but yeah, they, they I, don't. It's not a very lofty goal on my bucket list, but I mean, it's not nothing too philosophical or spiritual, but. That's the first thing I thought of because I just hey. love. Yeah, but don't get angry when you go there. They don't. They don't uh, dye the ginger pink. It's just white. Just so I you know. know the, the real deal. <laughs> it's the real deal. <laughs> and the wasabi isn't just green dyed horseradish. It's real. No, exactly. Okay, so uh, the segue, obviously, with that would be who's someone alive and someone that you wish you could meet. So you can answer with two people. One that could be obviously not with us any longer. Just to kind of get an idea of who is on your bucket list of people you'd want to meet. Well, if it wasn't Christ mm -hmm. uh, himself, who uh, I think has died and risen. So he's got both of those covered. But seriously, <laughs> um, Shakespeare, I just this, whoever Shakespeare was, and there's debate as to was Shakespeare, Shakespeare, or was, well, it doesn't matter. Whoever wrote it is Shakespeare. Right? <laughs> right. So Shakespeare would be, definitely be one of them. Okay. And someone who's alive, um, wow, I, I would you, like. I, th I thought you were going to say huh? Santa Claus. I thought you were going to say Santa Claus because we all know. You him. have no idea. I am Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> so we can leave You'll that see. one in the loop. We have 30 <laughs> seconds till we close here. Oh, oh well, go ahead and give your, so thank you, Chiz, for spending time with us. You're you, certainly you. a leader leads with love and uh, our, our sponsors real quickly, Andrea. Uh, thank you to the Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, Voice America Influencers Channel, Perfect Publishing, Big Events USA, and uh, Pets2Go.pet. And um, did I say the Red Carpet Connection? If not, I got it twice. So there you go. Yeah. Um, thank you, guys. Thanks for being here. You've been amplified. Thank you. Much love. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplify. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.